13 minutes after 5 Central African time on this beautiful Thursday morning, Yomul Khamis. Yes, my beloved, wonderful listeners of Radio Al-Ansar International, it's the 21st of Safar, 1445, and let's welcome the listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah, well, Jama'a, our beloved Honorable Ustad, this morning he's in Newcastle. That's uh, the place where I studied under my beloved Marhum, Mulana Qasim Sama Rahmatullahi. Allah Ta'ala fill his qabr with nurun ala nur and elevate his status in Jannah. Ustad, uh, it's a beautiful Thursday morning here in uh, Johannesburg. According to my beloved engineer, he says that Mufti Sab is in Newcastle with load shedding. Ustad, welcome to the Q&A. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat. Jazakallahu khayran to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan, Brother Riyaz Hussain. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Rabbi shrah li swadri wa yasir li amri wa hlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakeem All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Today is the 21st of Safar 1445 With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala Today we focus on chapter 28 Surah Al-Qasas and verse number 78 In yesterday's lesson we discussed Almighty Allah Jalla Wala blessed Karun with millions, billions, trillions, and zillions, and then commanded him, Ahsin kama ahsan Allahu ilayk, do good unto humanity and creation, as Almighty Allah has conferred his bounties and favors upon you. So this was his answer, and this is the answer we get today from many, many people, and sometimes even from Muslims, which is very, very unfortunate. Chapter 28, verse 78, call. So he, Karun, responded and said, I have been given all this exclusively, only with the knowledge that I possess, the business acumen that I have. If you take it in a modern terminology, the degrees I have and my intelligence is my genius. Now, when one studies the Noble Qur'an, you will find the three people, three personalities said, Ana, 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 I, I, I. And each one of them all, Mithya Allah, decimated, destroyed, and humiliated them forever. The Pharaoh, the turnpot dictator, was so drunk with power, he said, Ana Rabbukumul A'la. I am your supreme being. I am divinity in the form of humanity. You must worship me. And people used to worship him. Like how today people worship idols, people worship Jesus, people worship one creation, worshiping another creation. 
Then you had to remember Namrud. He was another Tanpur dictator during the time of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. And he said, Ana uhyi wa umit. I give life and I give death. He took an innocent person and killed him. He said, see, I gave death. A person who was on death row, who was supposed to be executed, he gave him a pardon, presidential pardon, royal pardon, and said, see, I give life. And the third one, Iblis, Lucifer, Shaitan, Satan, all Allah commanded him, prostrate in performance to Adam, Nabi Adam, alayhi salam, Abba was takbara. He defied the command of Allah. His pride and arrogance got the better of him. And he said, Ana min, that I am better and I am superior to him, to him, Nabi Adam, alayhi salatu wasalam. So that is how all Allah Jalla decimated him and expelled him from Jannah. So sometime we can be in the best place. But that pride of ours, that defiance of ours, justifying our vices and sins, then we get expelled forever, humiliated forever. So big, big lessons to learn. Anania. Anania is our personal ego and our personal pride and haughtiness. And all this becomes a means of our downfall and failure. So that's exactly what Karun said. Innama, innama fahasar and qasar. Only it has been given to me, all this wealth accumulated and amassed, this empire which I have, ala ilmin indi, with the knowledge I possess. All might Allah bless Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam. Chapter 38, verse 35. Rabbi habli mulkalla yambagheer hadim min badi. Ya Allah, you give me such a kingdom that you will not give anybody after me. فَأَعْطَاهُ إِيَّا Almighty Allah gave it to him as mentioned in Sunan Nasai. And he said, هَذَا مِنْ فَضْلِ رَبِّي This is the grace of my sustainer, nourisher, provider. Imagine. You see Zulkarnain, that he built a big wall and barrier so God and Magog cannot cause mayhem, chaos and mischief. He said, هَذَا رَحْمَةٌ مِنْ رَبِّي This is the mercy of my Allah. So when good takes place, never attribute it to ourselves. Say that this is the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. We have this health, we have this wealth, we have this honor, we have everything that's good attributed to Almighty Allah. Once we start saying it's our intelligence, it is our degrees, then that be the starting of our downfall, and then we get disgraced and humiliated. So all Allah poses a rhetorical question. What doesn't he know? Doesn't Karun and the Tanpot dictators know? That verily all Allah has decimated, destroyed before him. Min al generations and nations, millions, billions, trillions, billions of people, Allah decimated, destroyed them. In our time, look at the fires raging on in Canada. Look at the hurricanes and the floods. Look at the wars taking place, the earth tremors and earthquakes taking place. Man huwa ashaddu min huquwa. And those people in physical strength, they were stronger than him and more powerful than him. And they had more numbers than him and they had much more influence than him in the previous nations, if you take them collectively. But when people who are sane and mature, 
They die and they pass away without Iman, without faith, Islam. Then such people, all Allah states, and they will not be questioned. Who are they who will not be questioned? And the criminals will not be questioned on the day of justice regarding their vices and sins. So then you can counter-argue and say, but then how can there be justice then if they are not questioned? It means that Qiyamat Quran says the day of justice will be miqdaruhu khamsina al-fasana, fifty-five zero thousand years. So we must remember some places they will not be questioned and some places they will be questioned. So even when they are questioned initially, they will say, Wallahi Rabbina ma kunna mushrikeen. They will take an oath on all Allah and say, Oh, our sustainer, nourisher, provider, we did not commit polytheism. We did not come worship the idols. They will say they did not do all this. So now it's a stalemate. So fine. Let us now seal your mouth and let your limbs speak. Surah Yaseen. Al-Yawma Nakhtimu Ala Afwaihim. The mouth will be sealed. وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ مِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ And the hands will speak and the feet will bear testimony. The vices they committed. The land and the sand will speak and bear testimony. وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا بِأَنَّ رَبَّكَ أَوْحَا لَهَا That all Allah will let the land and the sand speak. The angels will come, Kiram and Katibid, with all the documentation and show them that this is all your actions, this time, this place. Maybe you remember, maybe you forgot, but here it is. Allah Jalla will ask them, guilty? They will say guilty. Any mitigating circumstances? None. Therefore, we, the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, believe that all remember that when he sends a person to Jannah and Paradise, it is fadlan wa rahmatan minhu, the grace and the mercy of all Jalla And when a person remember is when a person is sent to Jahannam, then remember it is Adalam Allah. So you go paradise, so then it is the grace and mercy of Allah. You go to hellfire, it's the justice system of Almighty Allah. We make dua, we beg Almighty Allah, Allah grant us all. Who are with Iman and Islam, we die with Iman and Islam, and we enter Jannatul Firdausil A'ala directly. And likewise, our Marhumin, those who passed away with Iman and Islam. For the non-Muslims, that is why we have these programs. We have Islam, which is the best, and we want to share it with the rest of humanity and creation. And those who died, remember, without Iman, Islam, and they were sane and mature, then the verdict is they don't go to paradise, but they rather go to hell. So we should know that is the system of Almighty Allah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us go around the world, news, views, and interviews, and see, you must remember, that what is going on in the world, nationally, globally, and internationally. The United Nations opposes United States sending uranium rounds to Ukraine. But you think that United, the United States is going to worry? They can break the United Nations resolutions whenever they want to. Who invaded Iraq against United Nations? Who murdered over a million people in Iraq only? Leave other countries. Who murdered half a million children? 
Madeline Albright, the Jutli, the Harami, dispatched to her Jahannam and hellfire, good riddance to her. She said it's worth it to murder and kill half a million children in Iraq, only that is. Leave Afghanistan, leave Libya, leave Syria, leave Vietnam and all these places. Majority of the Russians, they support Putin and they support his government. And they say we're fed up of the West and their double standards and hypocrisy. And any person who's got some brains and intelligence will know. But common sense nowadays is not common. Remember that. U.S. is forcing Ukraine to fight till the last man. This is what they want to do. It's a proxy war. Russia against Ukraine. Russia against NATO. Russia against America. But America's people and forces will not come in because they're cowards. You know Russia has still not unleashed their submarines. Russia has not unleashed their nuclear. If they do that, they will wipe everybody out there. So remember, that is why they will never come in front of Russia. And even in those days, they called it the Cold War because they did not want to attack them directly because then they know there will be a big problem. America's style is this. They think money speaks all languages. So Blinken comes to Kiev, and what he brings? One billion U.S. dollars, and he take this money. One billion U.S. dollars, and this is bribery. You do our dirty work, and we will be observers, and see how Putin heals it the hell out of you. And we are very happy. You know my style, I'll tell you that. I got no sympathy, empathy, if they knock the whole of Ukraine to pieces on NATO or America. Because we know what they did in Palestine. Ukraine told Israel, you attack the Palestinians, you attack Gaza. So why should we have any any sympathy, empathy for them? We know America's support for the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel for the past 75 years. So therefore, we have no empathy, sympathy for them. Listen to the story here. When I tell you they're all corrupted. Obama, Barack Obama, his full name Barack Hussein Obama. So you got Hussein there, then you got Saddam Hussein, then you got A.K. Hussein. None of us are relatives, right? One is an American, one is an Arab, and one is an Indian and South African. But Hussein is a common factor there. So Obama is gay. His brother said so. And one guy gave an interview to Tucker, and he said, you know, me and Obama, we were busy. I was busy with him, and he was busy with me. They were busy doing a lot of clandestine activities, the Haramis. They don't know where the entry is. They don't know where the exit is. They just park anywhere. Park in the parking lot and park in the loading zone. These are the shaitans, the Haramis, the cursed people on this earth. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. All you Jutlas, all you Haramis, all you Zionists, we say Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. You want to remove the clothing of our mothers and sisters, so we will give our lives, but we will never ever allow that. So a Palestinian youngster, 17 years old, and he went and he injured three Israelis. Alhamdulillah, we're very happy about it. If they dispatch them to hell also, we'll be happy. One of them is very, very serious, remember that. Then they saying themselves, the apartheid is there, who are alive in the West Bank. Remember this? So all this is Palestinian territory. They're stealing it, occupying it, and telling the world they want peace. 
P-E-A-C-E is not in their vocabulary. P-I-E-C-E, to steal more and more land and occupy and murder and kill. That is the language they understand. And remember what they do with the Africans? They treat them like third, fourth class rubbish. Remember that? The Haaretz writes, 50 Eritreans are held there in Israel without trial. This is under our apartheid regime in South Africa, you know, under Farhut and Foster and then B.W. Botha. They had a thing called detention without trial. They could just keep you in there. So same thing, Israeli apartheid has thousands of our children, thousands of our men and women, and in incarceration, and they are in jail and so forth. 17 Ukrainians killed by Russian drones in attack. And remember this, we say that why did you come there and, and say that you want to come nearer and nearer to Russia? And Putin warned you not once, not twice, but thrice. So now you have to pay the consequences. Listen to the Pharaoh. You see the Pharaoh of Egypt, another murtad, another Harami, another Satan. And his mother is a Jewess also, is Ibn Yehudiyah. He is telling the Egyptian people, you must reduce the birth rate. Now your population is getting too big, and we can't sustain you in that. If you know anything of Egypt, then you will know that he sees he and his generals and his army and ministers, remember, they lead a life of luxury. And 90%, 80%, of the people live in squalor and poverty, and you speak too much, remember, they put a bullet through you. Where are my brothers? Where are my sisters of the Muslim Brotherhood? Remember, majority of them in jail. Why did he not come to South Africa, CC? Allah reward our lawyers. He was so terrified and petrified that he will get arrested here. Like our Modi made a you know, hasty exit midnight because he feared that they will be arrested and him being arrested is imminent. So that is what has happened, you must remember. These are all shaitans, you must remember. Then we go to America, both sides of the spectrum. The Democrats and the Republicans feigning, facing big problem. That Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is a Biden son. So they're going to indict him this month. He, the father, he, the son, all wanted to avoid this. But what to Isu Mantasha, what to Zillu Mantasha, Allah gives honor to whoever he wants. Allah disgraces whoever he wants. So remember that this guy here, Hunter, he can't look after his rifle. They go and see what how many prostitutes he was busy in Russia and cutting deals and all that. Trump also is in trouble in his defamation case. He lost one case now. So big problem for all of them. We should remember this. Let us come to our beloved country, South Africa, and tell you about our trip. MashaAllah, Hafiz Adil came to our house there yesterday, 9 o'clock. We arrived there in Stanton about just before 11, and then we did the bliss of marriage. Allah reward our brother Ibrahim Raiden. And remember, we had a nice program there in Stanton Masjid, Masjid Noor, and very good crowd. You know, I was amazed. So we spoke for 35, 40 minutes till 2 o'clock after Zohar, and I see not one person moved out, you know. So they were very, very happy. And for me, my roots are there in Stanerton. My nanima, my maternal grandmother, and my mother, and all of them were there in Stanerton. And after marriage, obviously, then they moved along. Alhamdulillah, Allah grant them all genital filters. 
Then we left from there after that, you must remember, met the family members, visited the sick and all that. My Masi, Rahima Masi, 95 years old, and we took her to us and so forth. And thereafter we went. So I told Hafiz Adil, we're going to stop in Charlestown. I call it Charlestown. It's Charlestown. So there, because I know there's very few people there. And last night I met Yunus Pochi also. So the Pochi family is there. So I asked them, was in how many people come for Salat? So we four o'clock we did Asr there. He said two, three. Ah, Jumma, how many come? We say 15, 10, 20 people, you see. So we must look for such masajid where we go and make take Allah's name there. And then Allah's special mercy comes. When you look after the masajid, then all might Allah's mercy come. You close the masjid, then lahum fit dunya khiz you wa lahum fil akhirati azabun azim. Surah 2, chapter 2, verse 114. Then for you will be disgrace in this world and a grievous punishment in the year after. Then, mashallah, we came here to where I am now in a farm here in Newcastle called MP's farm. Muhammad Parak, Allah reward him. So myself and Hafiz Adil, yeah, nobody else. And now the lights came back, mashallah. Allah, Allah, we are crying, begging Allah. Whenever there's load shedding and you really want the lights to come, power to read to come back, then read Surah 66, verse number 8. Surah 66, verse number 8. Rabbana atmim lana noorana waghfil lana. Ya Allah, perfect for us our noor, our radiance, effulgence in this world, in the barzakh, in the cover, in the grave, and on the day of justice. And forgive us, Ya Allah. We are sinners, we are transgressors, Ya Allah. Inna ka ala kulli shayin qadir. And then we had a wonderful program in Masjid Siddiq, mashallah. I was amazed to the big crowd with Allah's help, Allah's mercy, hadam in Rabbi. And we spoke about Afghanistan and related issues. We finished up 9 o'clock. Then I went to my brother, Hafiz Yusuf Kala, and wonderful meeting and having tea and so forth. So we are in the farm. We read Fajr Salat already, mashallah. So you can take as long time you want to Mulana Arafat. So that is there. Now I must give you the tragic tragic story of South Africa. First, there was the radio, and then came the TV, and now comes the movies, you see. The, the scholars for dollars are appearing in movies now. People are paying now to go and see them there on the big screen, and so forth and so on. So I ask you four questions. Leave all your politics, leave everything. I'm asking you this, if a Malvi in South Africa, India, Hong Kong, wherever, he goes and participates in Diwali celebrations, is that right or is wrong? 100% is wrong. You don't have to be an alim and a scholar to work that out. If a Malvi and that is given clothing of the Hindus and their priests and so forth, and says, no, that we must have good ties, and he does all that, is that right or wrong? He must be contempt, whoever it is. Islam, we don't carry favor with any person, with any organization, with any politician or any country or any government. We have to speak the truth. Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, told Imam Abu Yusuf, his greatest student, go see in Ashraf al-Nazair, and by Allama ibn Nujayim, when his matters of dunya, then you can say this and that when his matters pertaining to worldly things. But it comes to deen, then you have to name them, shame them. So remember that because people must not follow them. They are astray and they lead others astray. When you have people standing under the cross, 
When you have people remember allowing the cartoons of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, so remember so their name can appear in a newspaper. When you have people, you must remember acting in movies. I ask you one question. All of you who went, brothers, sisters, say you die in that cinema. What will you say, the family? Was it a good death or a horrible death and maybe fear the person died without iman? Because totally haram, absolutely haram, and you go and give it a halal veneer and give it a halal polish and say that no, that this is jaiz. Therefore, people who make halal, haram things halal in Islam, they are called murtad out of the fall of Islam. It's one of our saddest days in South African history. You must remember when they closed the masjid and went to court and remember that to fight us, that we were the ones who wanted the masjid open. The same characters, me, I don't call them Mulvis. I call them murtads. I call them enemies of Islam. And you must remember they went to court again as friends of God to join the lesbians regarding the Muslim marriages bill and what have you. And now they went, you must remember, to act day in the film, in the film and cinema and what and what and so forth. So it's not permissible to go to their meetings, participate with them. We are just here to tell you, I have to die, you have to die. وَمَا عَلَيْنَا إِلَّا that you will become just like them when you participate with them. It's haram to attend their lectures and their meetings and so forth. We must excommunicate this type of murtad and enemies of Islam who are selling us out, remember, whether in India speaking of unity with the Hindus or selling us out here in South Africa. We must name them and shame them. That is what Islam teaches us. Inshallah, today, remember, between 8.30 and 9 with Mawzaid Khan, will be Brother Wakarawat, 11 to 12 will be our lesson on Masjid al-Aqsa, we're discussing the important political, historical, spiritual issues, and then 1 to 2 will be the tafsir of the Noble Quran, and it's very interesting lessening tafsir, so inshallah today our program will be then Hauze, inshallah, Zohar time will be there. Contact my brother Zahir Musa, Musa's son, Musa Marhum, Allah grant him Jannah to Fidos. Tonight we will be there, inshallah, in Dandi, Bahafi Salim Dawrat, and the program will be after Isha, inshallah, Aziz. Right, Mohan Arafat, you can start firing up. I see a uh, uh, brother Suven. He says, Morning, AK, to you and to the Ansar listeners. Government is in total collapse. How can we overthrow our government as we a majority compared to government workers? We all need to love. AK, Suven, Ustad. My brother, you see, if I just turn the clock back 29, 30 years, then if I had to tell you, you must not vote ANC, then you were the one to crucify me. You were the one mm. to tell me. When I say you, I don't mean you per se. I mean majority of South Africans. But you just needed a little bit of common sense, which is the truth. Today, majority people don't have that. So today, anywhere in the world, you will see that the politicians, they play with their minds, and masses are asses end of the day. So Al-Awamukal-An'am is a saying in Arabic. So we must be very clear on this issue. Okay, you made a mistake, 94. Emotions were running high. Freedom, freedom, democracy. What about 99? What about 204? What about 209? So we say that you don't have to use the bullet. 
you must use the ballot. And now elections are coming in March. They have to have elections in March, latest April. So they themselves are worried. They can tell people they're not worried because they know that they're going to lose very badly. And if they go under 50%, it will be a terrible disgrace and humiliation. I personally, I'll never vote for ANC. I never ever voted for them. And I'm proud of that. Proud in a meaning, I'll tell everybody as I'm telling you now. So whoever you are, you are a Christian, you are a Hindu, you are a Buddhist, you are an atheist, you are a Muslim. Me, I'll never advise you to vote for the ANC. You know majority of them, whether they're Muslim, whether they're non-Muslim, they corrupt to the core, from top to bottom, pala pala, what a whitewash. Secretary General there, he goes to Dubai and all that, everything disclosed. It's not millions and billions. Trillions have been stolen and siphoned and so forth. That is the tragedy of South Africa. Cry, my beloved country. The house is burned from within. That is our... So you have to speak and make sure no rigging takes place in next year's elections. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. I see brother Gary says, I hear you, AK, what you're saying about the bad things about Ukraine. So answer me this question. Why is the U.S. losing the war in Ukraine? Ustad? Remember, the Americans are the biggest cowards and the super terrorists. Don't you know, my brother? You go to Vietnam. I went to Vietnam. Go and ask them in Vietnam how they defeated the Americans. Don't you, rem- don't you remember, Gary, that how the helicopters were coming in Hanoi and taking the American forces away? Don't you remember you are suffering, my brother Jerry, from selective amnesia? Don't you remember last year how the Americans were running and taking flight? Not all the Americans, coalition of the willing 48 countries. And how my brothers, the Mujahideen, the Taliban took them on without one plane, without one helicopter. And they defeated the 48 countries. So America is not invincible, and they show on the movies, Hollywood, Bollywood, and now the idiots among the Muslims, the Murtads want to act and all these things here. To read Salat behind such enemies of Islam is absolutely haram. You must never ever hold such people. So similarly, here also people get indoctrinated, brainwashed by the Hollywood, Bollywood, and such things here. So, you see, America's superpower. If you're a superpower, you can't even beat Taliban and you had 47 other countries. So Putin is hitting the hell out of America and his proxy war in Ukraine. And he warned them. You see, if Russia says we're going to put a military there in Cuba, we're going to put our military there in Mexico, the first people to go mate will be these people, the Americans. So how come you want that NATO, man, them must allow these people, Ukraine, Ukraine becomes part of NATO, and they will fight, and we will give them F-16, we will give them military support, we will give them financial support, all support. So that is what they do. And they defeated. The empire is finished. The biggest purpose of BRICS is, as Putin said, de-dollarization, and it's already taking place. India and UAE are dealing in rupees and dirhams, and China and Russia are dealing in the yuan and in ruble, and the people are telling America, go to hell, and you can't do anything to us. So they have too many internal problems. All of you supporting America, all Allah teaches us, tu'til mulka mantasha, watanzi'ul mulka mantasha. Gary, let me tell you something else. You see the Soviet Union, 
they finished up, when they entered Afghanistan, the whole Soviet Union disintegrated after 10 years. So Putin says, you guys finished us up, the Muslims and American help little bird and others and so forth. So we want to finish your 50 countries up. We don't want United States of America. We want this United States now. We want to cause fragmentation in your country also. And we want to take the people away from the dollar. That is the main aim of Putin. The day his mother gave you know, birth to him, and he was born in a very poor family, she gave him the name Vladimir Putin. Putin is her name. Vladimir, if you know Russian, I don't even know one word. But when you read his life history, you will see Vladimir means the leader of the world. So now he wants to become like that. So that is what he did. He's a harami, but we support him on these issues here. I've got a varsity student to start by the name of uh, Muiz. He's uh, 21 years old and he says that, uh, Mufti Sab, just how much of physical exercise are we allowed to do to our bodies in Islamic perspective? Is six-pack halal? Uh, Muiz, Ustad. Is what halal? Repeat the last part, Malana. To have a six-pack, is it halal, Ustad? So you must remember that, oh, my brother Moise, why you don't look at your name, my brother Moise? Moise means you want to give protection to people, you see? So you must be reading, Kul The last two chapters of the Noble Quran abundantly, it will give protection, and you will be protected. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna li badanika alayka haqqa. That verily your body has a right over you, authentic hadith in Mishka Sharif, Mustad Ahmad. The problem, my brother Moiz, you see, I got this brother Hafiz Adil here. You, my brother, I don't think you married. So all of you, you want physical exercise, this, that, first thing, you must get married. Because you don't get married, then the rifle is going to go in the wrong places. You know that. <laughs> so therefore, you must say, and read with me, read now. Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min Surah 25, verse 74. O all, grant us spouses and grant us children that are the coolness of the eyes. And read, Allahumma hassin ha swad noon farji. Allahumma hassin farji. Authentic hadith mentioned in Mustad Ahmad. O all, may Allah protect my private part. So remember, the problem is, I don't know you, but I'm speaking generally, 90% of the Muslims think just like the Kufar. The name is Bilal, but Bilal thinks like Bali. The name is Maryam, but Maryam thinks like Mary. So if you speak of physical exercise and so forth, what you will think of? No, I must go to this gym and that gym. And there the music is moving, the women are scantily clad, half the guys are also three-quarter naked and so forth. So that is all haram, my brother. You want to do physical exercise, you do at home. You are staying in a certain place, then you walk. The asha summatamasha is not a hadith, it's a saying. And after your supper, go for a walk. And in that way day, you will do physical exercise. You'll be slim and trim. Read your five daily salat on time with khushu khudu and with the devotion and, you know, dedication. Surah 23, verse 2. 
And you can wake up for tahajjud and see how much physical strength and how much spiritual strength you will have. And get married, my brother Moiz, as soon as possible and stay away from all these haram gums in them. Ustad, one more question. I've got uh, uh, Sister Zanele. She says, hi, AK. Tell me, why does everything in, in black African countries generally fall apart? Sister Zanele, Ustad. Don't you know, my sister Zanelli, there is a policy. You see, when we interact with these big guys, you know, I'm in media now with Allah's help, with Allah's mercy, over 20 years. So we meet sometimes these guys, these who come to the studio and they speak. So one day, one big guy from the Saudi army came, and he could speak very good English, you know. So I posed this question to him. I said that what are the directives you guys get? He said, okay, I'll give you the answer, but it's off the record. So I won't take his name. We gave him our word. So he said, from top, we have got this instruction that Pakistan, we must never allow it to flourish. We must cause a lot of problems there. So they'll give million, billion dollars, all that. And when you don't follow them, they will tell you you must pay it back. That's exactly what they did with Imran and all of them. And they said in the Arab countries, we must not allow Yemen to flourish. So they used the idiots, Murtad bin Shaitan, MBS and so forth, to go and attack Yemen, the poorest country in the Arab world, and see, because the Master, alayhi salam, is special to offer them, that Allahumma barik lana fi Yemenina, al-imanu yamaniyun, wal-hikmatu yamaniya. So, so many du'as and supplications, Prophet, and all this in Bukhari Sharif. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made special, special du'a for the people of Yemen and Yemen. But these idiots and murtas and apostates and the enemies of Islam will go and destroy it. So, when you study Africa, 54 countries, so they tell you sub-Saharan Africa. They say we're going to carry out economic sabotage, economic hitmen. So, sister, do you understand what is all that? That we will get certain families. We will get certain organizations. And then we will tell them that you will become millionaires, multi-millionaires. And you don't have to worry about the people. Then we are there to support you. So look at West Africa. Why did Mali arise? Why did Burkina Faso rise? Why did Gabon rise? So why all these countries, you must remember, they rose up Niger, so against the French, because you got Macron, the modern-day Hitler, Harami, and if they put a bullet through him also, they'll be justified Islamically. So you must remember all this year, because they want to steal from the African countries, and they use, look at that guy in Gabon. He can't even walk properly, but he wants to stand for elections and so forth. So you must remember. So now I give you South African history. You, my sister Zanelli, I think you're about 22, 25 years old. So you don't understand what things happened. In 1990, they released Mandela and they said that now fine, political parties are free. 94, you had elections. When Mandela and them were free, and then they went into talks about talks, Codesa, and all these things there. So what they told the ANC at that time, the Sibyl and Tabu and all of them, what they told them? You all will become millionaires, multi-millionaires. But we're telling you two things you must never touch. Don't touch our banks and don't touch our minds.
So the most important thing, they kept, and they made the people play fools. If you think I'm talking nonsense, Hafal Lakaroni, as they like to call him, and the Jutkas call him myself, hating Jew. So go to Ronnie Kessler's. He's alive. I met him. So you must remember, Kessler said, this was the biggest mistake the ANC made. We only worried about political freedom. We did not worry about economic freedom. And therefore, if you take Joe the carpenter, Joe the plumber, Joe the builder, his condition today is even worse than what it was under apartheid. Why, my sisters and Ellie? Because you must remember, they said we must target the elite in the ANC. Go see all of them. They're not even prepared to have, have a financial and forensic account and investigation before 94, 94, how much you owned, and nine, the past 30 years, how much you own. So go see everyone in the elite and highest strata of them became a multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire. So that's the policy of the white man to make the Africans stupid, to make the Muslims stupid. See all these Arab temple dictators and kings, they all fell in the same trap that we will enrich you and you must just do our dirty work. May Almighty Allah have mercy. All said and done, we still love South Africa. And for me to love here is the best place in the world because the Jutlas and Haramis and the Arabs are all listening and they record me. May Almighty Allah guide us all and stay away from these Haram movies and make sincere Tawbah and don't attend Haram meetings. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.